All right, you're looking to buy or sell real estate. You've got questions. We've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's going to be great. Featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team for You. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen. Adieu to you. To you and you and you. All right, I think Jacob remembers you making fun of his adieu. Adieu? A do do. Well, executive producer, a do. A do. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We have our in studio guests. First, I want to introduce Michelle Albert. <sighs> Hello. All right. How's it going, Michelle? What's what's up in the world of real estate? Um. Yeah. I mean, definitely still staying busy. I think our first time home buyers are crawling back out of the woodwork. So, yeah, it's going well. Is this your first time on the podcast? No. 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 Second? Mm-hmm. Second or third? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. She's a frequent flyer. <laughs> <laughs> frequent flyer. All right. Then we have. Somehow he made it down twice. Brendan Krabowski. What's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Happy to be back. This is my third time, Matt. Is it really? Yeah, it's my third time back in the How podcast. How did he get on three times? Because um, you guys love me to be here. So, <laughs> and I love to be here. Uh, yeah. Been a busy week. Staying busy. Busy week. What's going on? Got lots Uh, of closings, right? Yeah, I got three closings this week. Ooh. Feels good. Feels good. Got to know these people very well. They're all great people. So happy to be a part of this process with them. Nice. Nice. Well, we were going to talk a little bit about that. That's a really great segue, kind of working into how the final walkthrough closing process works. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Michelle, you want to kind of dive into what your experiences have been so far? Yeah, for sure. So for those of you that don't know, the final walkthrough is right before closing. Um, Our contracts state within three days prior to closing. So um, we usually like to keep it a little closer to the closing day and time, actually, sometimes even an hour right before closing. Um, We want to make sure that the sellers are have their all their stuff moved out um, so that we can actually see everything, make sure everything's in good working condition. Sometimes as sellers are moving, we get holes in the wall um, or things like that. So Mm. that's the final walkthrough right before closing. Matt, what can you think of of items that have happened to you at final walkthroughs? To me? Yeah. Besides water shooting out of the floor in the basement? What? That's (laughs) happened. Why don't you talk about that one? We uh, We were flipping a house on the north side and um, it was actually within that three-day period, went down to the basement. Uh, the, the buyer's agent walked in and gave us a call and said, hey, there's water shooting out of the floor. <laughs> it was a, That's it was not a, a feature? <laughs> that's not a feature. It, it was a sp- it's the new spa feature. You didn't put the fountain in? <laughs> Built-in yeah. bidet? It was oh, a spring. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was spring, and the ground hadn't thawed yet, and we had a torrential downpour. So we ended up putting a drain tile system in. Um, Ouch. Yeah within that week after we were supposed to close. So was there like a crack in the floor that it was coming yeah. in through? Yes, the north side is traditionally known to have really compacted clay um, soil. So there's nowhere, like other places around Madison, you have kind of gravel or sand that it can kind of dissipate. But not in the north side. <laughs> yeah, there's nowhere for the water to go. It Ouch. came up all over the place. So you end up have to push him back closing then? Yeah, that one was, yeah. Okay. Just long enough for it to... Uh, get a train tile system put in. Okay. 
Yeah, I had one where I was a pretty new agent. It, the house was on, I think it was on Christensen, kind of uh, far east side. And I went in the basement and I walked in and I stepped into probably uh, shin deep water. And I was, because th- everything was going great. And then I splashed land in the basement with <laughs> the buyer behind me. And I'm like, That's why I let the buyer go first. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and, you know, when you're in that situation, what's the first thing you think? Panic. It, it floaties. Panic. Floaties, but it, it hadn't <laughs> rained. So that, that was another thing. There had oh, been no wow. rain. Broken pipes. That's so I'm like, it ended up that it was that the water heater had like the bottom just fell off the water heater and it just died. And all of the water from the water heater was oh in the no. basement. Uh-huh. So they were able to just dry it out and get a new water heater. So it wasn't like from an outside source. Yeah. But when you're in that initial moment, it's like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> there's so many things that it could be and so many mm-hmm. costly sure. things. Yeah, I think we, we pushed closing and got it figured out, got a plumber in, and the plumber was like, hey, it's just the basement. And it was an old basement that probably mm. leaked anyway. You know what I mean? Okay. That, that kind of an old basement. So he still yeah. bought it. Can I ask a question? No. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> go ahead. So, anyways. so, I mean, last time I was on the podcast with Luke, we were talking about being a younger agent. Um, so just because I haven't, like, experienced something like that, what you're talking about, how do you handle like you know your buyer? How do you how do you keep them calm in a situation where honestly, if it was me, I would I would panic a little bit, but just to stay calm to get things figured out while you have to you know push back closing or get necessary repairs. Like, well, you just have to step back and think critically. So, like in the situation I was just talking about, I'm like, okay, it didn't rain. This didn't come from outside, so it's like it has to be inside. And then you start to kind of figure out, okay, well, I likely need a plumber. So it's like, okay, we need to call the seller and have the seller get a plumber over here and and see what's going on. And you just kind of keep working the steps. The worst thing you can do is freak out. Yeah, don't freak right, out. Right, right. Just let the folks know, okay, here we can critically figure this didn't come from outside. It came from inside. We're going to call the seller. We're going to have a plumber look. We're going to figure out what's going on. Uh-huh. And then as long as you have a plan and you can convey that plan, yeah. It, it's it's usually okay. If you just kind of freak out, that, right. that doesn't usually do great things. No, that helps no one. Yeah. Okay. I think even initially, if you don't necessarily have any answers right away, it's still just important that you keep your calm demeanor and just let them mm-hmm. know, like, we're going to figure this out. It's going to be fine. And usually you know their situation and you know, like, Maybe they were planning on moving that day, so you kind of help them figure out that backup plan as well. Okay. If something happens to you, Brendan, can you please videotape it? Tape, videotape yourself. <laughs> yeah. you be calm. I'll just FaceTime you while I'm, like, crying. Okay. <laughs> no. You're super uh, calm. I don't I'm think kidding. you'd have any problem staying calm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say calm. I don't know. Being a newer agent, just always looking for advice. So, yep. I mean. So, let's do a scenario. So, I had one. So, let's say you walk in. Your buyers are planning to move in. Their life is in a truck. You get there for the final walkthrough. It's the same day as closing. And the um, seller says, well, we're, we're not going to move till Saturday. <laughs> what do you do? Panic. Uh, that's a great question, Jen. Um, I guess I would call 
I would tell them we're going to figure it out, first of all, and to stay calm. Well, I devised a plan in my head about what I was going to do. Who would you call and first? And I would probably, I would call the listing agent side of things. Mm-hmm. Just to talk about, I mean, it's in a contract, you know, it's written out what mm-hmm. the expectations are from both sides. Mm-hmm. And then. How did they not understand that? You need to right. have that conversation with the listing right. agent. Right. And I think, honestly, it wouldn't be really on our buyer side of things to solve. Like when it's closed, the property's theirs. But the you contract. have the issue of their life is in a truck. They now sure. are having, you know, costs and potential damages to them from being in limbo. So how does that, how are they made whole by not being able to move in? That's what you have right. to negotiate. Right. I guess, yeah, we'd have to negotiate that, but I would talk to the listing agent and just come up with a game plan. I mean, maybe there's a happy medium for both sides of things. And I mean, any situation you can get sorted out and figured out. So just get on the phone right away to, to have a conversation and see what we can do to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. All right. So moving, Jacob, what would you have done if you showed up and everybody had their stuff still in there and you were like, I'm here with my truck? If somebody was in my home that yeah. I just bought... Well, and they hadn't left yet. You your, hadn't closed yet. Yeah, you haven't closed. It's a Friday, yet. and you're gonna move in, on, and you're gonna move in on a Friday. Yeah, and they're still in it. Oh my god, I would, I would lose his mind. <laughs> I would pull out Jane! the the, <laughs> the bat would come out. The bat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the police should almost be involved. I would be. I okay. I'm not a realtor. I'm a I'm a client, and from this story here, mm-hmm. I would just be livid uh, if I was a realtor. Um, yeah, I would try to be calm like Brendan and devise a plan, but um, that's going to be a rough situation, and it's gonna yeah. it's gonna impact the buyer no matter what. Like, and mm-hmm. I mean, unless the seller has some magic powers to get out in the next couple hours, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it sounds like the they're gonna have to have a place to stay. They're gonna, they're gonna, gonna have, have to get to a hotel compensated for, for the trucks, the movers, and the moving trucks. And you're assuming the that the, back you're again. assuming I mean, that the movers have time to keep their stuff. Yeah, Is this Small claims court, it sounds like. I mean, no, not necessarily small claims court, but it would be you would negotiate with the the seller because they would need to likely cover those costs. You also have to remember that the seller has to get out at some point. So if you're if you're just a jerk to the seller, they're not going to be in a rush to get out either. But don't you legally own it? No, not well after closing, you do. Oh, but if they're not out after closing, then you have to figure that out. But so then you're again, coming to a happy medium prior to actually closing on the mm-hmm. property. Because so then you have out. leverage. Because mm-hmm. if you just go and you sign and they're still in the house, your leverage is a lot oh, less. Oh, I see yeah, the situation. So you don't sign papers till they're out, out. Or you don't sign papers until you have a written like agreement, agreement and like how they're going to make you whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could otherwise be a per day rent or then some kind of reimbursement for the truck and the moving company. Mm-hmm. Yep, because some people, I mean, we I've had this situation where a client just completely misunderstood and they thought that they could stay till the weekend and move. And my client was like, what's going on? And they they just, they were from another country and they just kind of didn't understand how the process worked. Their agent hadn't explained it to them. Hmm. And they thought it was all cool. And it was like, no, not cool. We have to figure this out. Yeah. So we did. 
Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a hostile situation where they're like, we're not leaving? That, that particular situation ended at the closing table with one person trying to throw a punch at another person. <laughs> but we, was we, the buyer throwing the punch? Yes. Yeah? Well, the, the buyer was, the dad of the buyer was uh, upset because he was trying to move his daughter into the place. So, yeah. but I mean, we negotiated it all out and being super stupid, I like jumped basically in the middle of the table and like was blocking them from hitting each other. Should have been videotaping instead of blocking it. (laughs) And the best part was it was like Halloween. So the closer was all dressed up like a werewolf and there was like (laughs) all this like Halloween (laughs) stuff everywhere and everyone's all, yay, Halloween. And my people are trying to knock each other out. Was it also a full moon? Yeah. Kind of sounds like it might have (laughs) been. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of goofy, but I mean, it all worked out. We we were able to get it all negotiated because I mean, the in that particular situation, the seller wasn't trying to be malicious. He just didn't, didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it depends on people's intent. If people Absolutely. are just like, eh, you know, are we scaring you yet, Brendan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got two coming up. So I guess what I'm taking away right now is be pre- be prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because there can be damages and definitely your your client is going to be kind of amped up because this is a new process and if they go in and there's a big stain on the carpet that they didn't see or something it's like okay a lot of times when buyers walk through the second time for their walkthrough it's it's a totally different experience because they first walk through there could be furniture Mm. could be staged right and and then you're walking into and then you're walking into a vacant house right Mm -hmm. which will be what it will be tonight so videotape yeah, I, I have another question. So, like, that's kind of, we kind of talk about issues on the seller's side of things. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what if, like, a buyer gets cold feet at the final walkthrough? And, like, like going kind of off of what Matt's saying, because you're walking through, most of the time, hopefully a vacant house, and maybe it's not as how they remember it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do you kind of handle that situation in your experience? By the time they get to that point, they're probably legally bound to buy that house. Sure. I mean, have you experienced that, though? Like yes, have you had Jen has. Buyers, was like, was in the, the final walkthrough? Maybe not the final walkthrough, but the one that wanted to open up a deli with her mom. That wasn't final walkthrough, though. No, that wasn't final walkthrough. Um I mean, I think sometimes people envision in their head all of these like perfect scenarios because yeah. they're, yeah. you know, figuring it all out and then reality hits and they're like, oh, and maybe it's got some fixer upper stuff. Maybe they're going to have to paint. Maybe all of a sudden they see work and then they're like, ugh. Yeah. And they're not as excited. So it's kind of refocusing them and just saying, okay, here we are. And, we already knew that we were going to have to paint. We talked about this. Uh, we talked about paint colors. You know, and you just kind of keep walking them through the process. So it's like, okay, we've already talked about that. Okay, got it. You know, and if it's something new, then it's like, okay, well, let's tell me more about what's bugging you. Uh-huh. And sometimes, you know, maybe somebody will just tell you something that's totally new or totally different. And then it's like, okay, well, let's see what we can do with that. Okay. So you just have to figure out what it is because the hard part is when people won't tell you and if, if they won't tell you, there's nothing that you can do. Right. So it's like, tell me more about that. Okay. Right. Matt, mm-hmm. tell me more tell about, me more that. about that. 
It's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Can you tell me more about that? <laughs> tell me more about that. That's that's one of my favorite things to say. Keep <laughs> running out of things to say. Tell me more. <laughs> tell yeah. me more about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. So another topic that we had kind of talked about was um, pets and homes. So. <laughs> Who so, did that? Uh, <laughs> that was Matt. Oh. Was it a good one? No. no. I mean, yes, it was great. From the wow. people that have cats, they say no. <laughs> Can we talk about Brendan's cat for a while? Mm-hmm. No. She's she's just a little vocal talker. Tells yeah. you how she feels. <laughs> yeah. She's lovable, though. She's cool. But I mean, when she knocks your monitor over, she's still cool. No, and then she's not cool. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. We kind of we started talking about this topic a little bit just because I feel like not everyone thinks about, I mean, for myself speaking, pets are like a part of the family. And when you're looking for a home, you want to make sure it's a good fit for not only, you know, your family, but like your animals that you own as well. You know, whether it's, you want a fenced in backyard or enough yard space for the dog to run or, you know what I mean? If you want a second floor condo for the cat. Something soundproof room for your screaming animal, whatever it may be. <laughs> I just think it's something to consider. <laughs> you know, it's a big decision buying a home. You want to make sure you checked all the boxes when you're going through them. I think another important thing on the line of pets is sometimes people will be considering a condo, um, but maybe they either have more than two pets or they're planning to get more than two. Um, just keep in mind that most condos will only allow up to two pets. It's really hard to find a condo that will allow less yeah. um, or allow more. I mean, so or weight limits. Yeah. Weight yeah. limits are important too. Breed or limits. breed limits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cause I've had a couple of different buyers. I have one who has one cat currently and wants to get a couple more pets, but was looking at condos downtown. And so it was like, Oh, this is hard to come by. Um, so then we started looking at single family homes more so. And then I have another one who already has three dogs and they're small dogs. And she's like, they're great. They're not loud or anything. I'm like, but Brendan will take but the they're dog. three dogs. So yeah. <laughs> there's not much I can do. Yeah, it's tough because a lot of condos make their like size limits so small. Some of them yeah. do. Yeah. Some of them are like 25 pounds for a lot I've seen. Mm-hmm. How much your cat weigh? Eight pounds. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Eight pounds is reasonable. It's more so people that have dogs that it's like under twenty five pounds is. That's really you're small. pretty limited on the kind of dog yeah, that you can get. Like a small ankle biter or nothing. So it's most like a husky com- and chihuahua mix. Most yeah. commonly, I see twenty five pounds or fifty pounds are the weight yeah. limits. Yeah, that's Which why is- anytime I'm in a condo with whoever I'm showing it, I ask about that if they have any pets. Because it's not always something someone thinks about. Yeah, it can really be a, a thing. And I had a situation once b- before condo docs and executive summaries were like a big thing. They had um, somebody purchased a condo, didn't realize that there was a weight limit. The association came over to their house with a um, scale, weighed the dog and said, you have to get rid of your dog. No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. They brought a scale. They brought a actually. scale. Mm-hmm. How is she going to weigh the dog? 
Well, and I the dog, like, the dog was overweight. And you'd think that maybe they would just ask for like vet records or something of. Or have the dog lose weight. Yeah, that was a condo Actually, association in Columbus. Yeah, and I'm much overweight yeah. though. The dog was, I think it was like a 35 pound limit or something, and the dog was like 60 pounds or something. Oh. So they're that's not even close. Yeah, the dog couldn't even go on a diet. And I feel right. like they didn't even need to bring a scale for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it w- if it's that much over the weight limit. I guess maybe they did it just for like proof. proof. They did it for proof. Document. Yeah, but then, I mean, it was this horrible battle and they just, the owner was not happy. and He didn't want to get rid of his dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's yeah. unfortunate. And that's why we have executive summaries now. So nobody gets surprised on, you know, what the actual condo rules are. Right. So, like, if you were in, like, an apartment situation and mm-hmm. they you had a weight limit on a pet, it's like, well, I'll just break the lease. Whatever. I'm out. Like, I'm not going to get rid of my animal. Mm-hmm. Some people do. Or they, have, they give it to a mom or a relative. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get rid of my animals. But, like... <laughs> You're like, I'm not doing it. But if you signed a condo, that's a little bit more serious purchase yeah that's why it was like okay we have to make sure that people buying condos understand what they are really getting into because they're buying into a community and the thing is that community can change Mm -hmm. so it could be like hey you can have big dogs you can do whatever you want blah 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 and then somebody's daughter gets bit and then all of a sudden they're on the board and they decide we can only have cats and you have people with dogs and their grandfathered in but anybody new coming in can't have a dog Jacob, you have cats, right? Yeah, got two. Two cats. One has a screamer. I got a, one of them a screamer. Dog. Dog. I do. Mm-hmm. I got a screamer too. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine's very lovable, so she makes up for it. Yeah, for sure. She I loves am. me more than Killian too, so. <laughs> Which doesn't go over. So there's well. something wrong with the cat. Uh, <laughs> you're the mama. Yep. I, I rescued her, so yeah. maybe it's something to do with that. But Tell us the story of this rescue. Uh, yeah, I got her from Oshkosh Humane Society. Um, I'm originally from the Fox Cities, and I saw her online and thought she was beautiful. Her name's Octavia, and I love that name. I kept it, and <laughs> I, went, I went immediately. When I saw her, I went the same day to meet her, and I, want, I wanted to do the process as soon as possible, so I filled out the application or whatever, but then there was like a two-day processing period, so I couldn't just leave with her that day unfortunately so i had to make the drive back to oshkosh again they had to check on you not the cat yeah yeah, yeah they, which i get which is yeah. fine i want them to do that make sure animals are safe totally get it and then i didn't when i met her she was totally quiet didn't make a peep <laughs> and then i realized you. yeah and then i realized on the way home when i had a <laughs> cat carrier and she was crying like the whole car ride. I was like, okay. And she cried for how many weeks after that? Uh, a few. But she's a lot better now. I've had her for about two months now. So she's adjusted a lot. But So how does online shopping go for you? It seems to me that you might be quite the good shopper. Just like, I had to have it. I did. Well, I mean, you can see I, I can be very impulsive what? by, you know, <laughs> seeing one of the first animals and going to get her. But... <laughs> That's why I try to stay off sites like Amazon. And <laughs> I was gonna say Amazon's maybe you should stay for. off the like humane yeah. society oh, page. Man. I am not a Prime member. No, <laughs> it's probably okay. My yeah. wife is yeah. always on those sites looking for six-legged animals. Six-legged. Yeah, 
It's code word for there's something wrong and nobody uh, wants to adopt the animal. Uh, oh my god. I get texts all the time and I'm like, you have to stop. Like this isn't good for your mental health. And yeah. she'll show me this puppy that has like a weird lip and <laughs> just needs a special person. And I'm like, oh God, oh, stop. You're a special person. <laughs> Be the special yeah. purpose. Now we are maxed out on animals right now. Yeah. Until you have your house. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, tying it back into our topic at hand, our, my neighborhood has a rule. You can't have more than two dogs hmm. in your house, which is, I don't, I don't know. So I'm, I'm wondering, what do you do if you have a situation like that? Like, what's, what's the consequences if you break the rules? Like, condo association. They fine you. They fine you. Neighborhoods, the same you. thing. Keep fining mm-hmm. you. Keep fining you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Who, who like that? That's a part of like an HOA rule, right? Yeah. Right? So who like monitors that though? There's who's usually there's well, usually boards. There's a yeah. Who's walking around the neighborhood though and is like, well, yep, they got three dogs. Find it's them. It's usually neighbors. Like it's yeah. your, it's the homeowners in the neighborhood who make up the board. So uh, they probably have their own pets and walking yeah. around or driving down the street and whatever, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. just so happen to see it. Some neighborhoods, city. they really just are really relaxed or the deed restrictions have passed and people are just like fine with it. And then other times people, I've, I've been at listing appointments where I'm like pushing like a patio door curtain open so I can see out. And they're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, what? They're like, the neighbors will see that we have three dogs. I'm like, okay. Like they're afraid to open their blinds because they don't, and they would don't walk. Don't they have to let the dog out? Yeah, but they would walk their dogs like separately and they had <laughs> two dogs that kind of looked a lot alike so like they had like this whole plan and i'm like you do this every day that's elaborate yeah maybe that's why so. they were listing their house yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, it, well, that, that right. was a big part of it because they they wanted to be able to have a place and they ended up getting a place with a huge fenced backyard in the country where they didn't have to worry about that stuff but right it's yeah. real. It's not right. just condos, though. Yep, no. HOAs. Right. Make yeah. sure you know the rules of an HOA. Um, and along those same lines, a lot of times people will say, I want a fence. I can put the fence in. That's fine. But I need a fence uh-huh. for my dog. There's a lot of neighborhoods, too, that don't allow fences. Or they allow a certain type of fence. So mm-hmm. you have to consider the cost of that, at least. Yep. Yeah. Fences are expensive. Especially if they require a certain type of fence. Usually it's on the higher end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, that will be $7,000, please. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-mm. Nope. But then sometimes they're more cool with like invisible fences. So if you think that your dog, you know, could get used to that, that might be a good option to go to. Yeah. We tried that. Remember that, Matt? Yeah, that didn't work out. Matt <laughs> put in invisible fencing. He, like he did the whole thing himself. We had it all set up. We're great. Yeah, except for the dog would just like jump over it and be like, what up? What was that? <laughs> and the dog would actually run through he'd it. He'd like run right through and he'd like, yum. And he'd this isn't Sadie. No. No, this was, uh, we had a cockapoo named Sam. Bear. And them, this was Sam. Yeah, a lot of opposite named Sam. And they were both little dogs and they were older and they were just yeah. like, you guys are stupid. Sam just, nice try. Sam yeah. just took off running and I think he hit the gut shock step somewhere between the first and second step. <laughs> And it just launched, he just like took off and kept running. Yeah, he was like, I'm out of here, not you're coming in, back, you're in. not keeping me in, I'm out. Yeah, so like I turned off the next Doesn't day. Doesn't it continue shocking them though? No, no once they're no. past, once once they're past, past the barrier. Field, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's only right at that barrier. Just the fence, just crossed the line. The whole like learning oh, thing, okay, they didn't yeah. learn. They were just like, 
Our yard sucks. My, I think uh, they have people that come out and actually do training now as yeah, when they, they do the do. installation, so that's probably better. Which yeah. would have helped our situation. Though, <laughs> our neighbors yeah. across the street have an invisible fence, and their dog for a while would like was nervous about it and would mind it, but then eventually learned that you would see her kind of pacing back and forth before she did it. Like, okay, okay, I'm getting myself ready. I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden would just take off. And she learned that it's just like one quick shock. And then I'm across the street. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My, my mom has some old Shih Tzus and they're pretty good. They were pretty good. Are they Shih Tzus or Shih Tzus? They're Shih Tzus. Okay. Just checking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, one of them just, they both know of the fence and they, they listen to it, but eventually, Zuzu, she's just like, I'm done. Zuzu. And she doesn't run. Wait, 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 time on. The dog's name is Zuzu the Shih Tzu? Yep, that's right. <laughs> Zuzu the Shih Tzu. Just checking. Yeah. So she just like, she doesn't run. She just like, gets zapped, doesn't even care, just kind of moseys on through. <laughs> just doesn't care anymore over it. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, our neighbor's dog, she only runs through when trying to come to our house. <laughs> She, mm-hmm. thankfully she doesn't run all over the neighborhood or anything. She minds it otherwise, but it's just when she really, really wants to come over. It's <laughs> tough. Our dog, like I would say 99% of the time, she's really good and we could just have her go out and she would be fine. But that 1%, she's just like gone like the wind. Like she just takes off running. <laughs> I had her out in the deck last night without the um, something blocking her from going down. She's doing right. Yeah, usually she's fine. And then, like, she'll smell a squirrel or a deer or something, and she's just like, peace out! And she, <laughs> I mean, and you can't catch her because she just goes. Turns on the jets. She uh, does, and then you can't find her, and you're like, where are you? Huh. Oh. Speaking of jets, how's that fantasy football going? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> going great. For those of y'all that don't know, Brendan is my fantasy football coach. Uh-huh. And we're going to be making a comeback. Matt is very sure that he is going to win the league, and he's so proud that he didn't actually draft his players. Auto draft rocks. There's nothing to be proud about. <laughs> you're, you're essentially saying I did nothing to be where I am today. But your hey, That's all just you're hey, just scoreboard. Scoreboard, exactly. Still but winning. Like, I auto drafted. I auto drafted. Great. That's uh-huh. my whole point about fantasy football. Don't I mean, d- I auto drafted one time, and it went fairly well. See, sure. Well, you? You in think? auto drafting, <laughs> you you get like it just goes down and gives you like just a goes top best player. player available, mm-hmm. which is what you do anyway. No, there's some you don't strategy pick the- to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, auto draft worked well for me also because I know nothing about football or the players, so it worked perfect for me. For for you, like you claim to know things, so you probably should have drafted your own players. I know a lot of things. Football is a big hobby of mine. Um, <laughs> Brendan's very protective of it's, his fantasy football. I'm not very protective. I just don't see the pride and did Matt, having no knowledge of doing anything to actually help your team. You just kind of winged it. Did you play Matt? No. no I'm not picked, even in the league. He gave, the, oh. he gave Jen all the players to pick? No, he, he gave me like a... A cheat sheet. Well, kind of a cheat sheet, but it was more like, okay, if you are picking quarterbacks, you here's like a good list of people you want to try and get these people. And uh-huh. you should definitely try and get, you know... Just like running rankings. backs and and like making sure that I got stuff. The only stuff that I failed on was that I forgot to get myself a kicker. So that doesn't matter. So I, I had to go back and get myself <laughs> a kicker, but it was okay. <laughs> and then I switched my defenses. Now I have a different defense. Yep. Still so. winning. It's okay. 
But J- John has an injured player. Yes, One of Christian the top McCaffrey in the oh. is injured and on our team, and it's an obstacle, and we're gonna get through it. It's an obstacle, but we're gonna get like, through it. All right, but the coach. thing is, I am watching Still a lot in. more football. I actually watched that game where that player got injured, and I, I used to wonder why my oldest child would scream at the TV when he was watching sports, <laughs> and I thought Matt doesn't do that. Well, it turns out I do. So that's because that's my whole thing. I have, a hard, I have a hard time with you fantasy football because I like watching my team. Your team's sucked for like 80 years, so you can Thank do that. Thank you. Lions. Reminder. Well, yeah. What's your team? I'm a, I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Wow. See that's, a, see, that's a way you can do fantasy football because you can actually enjoy other teams winning. You've been yeah. to a couple I Packers see. games this season, yeah, though. Yeah, I have. I, I mean, I went to the lions Packer game last one. One that one? Oh. <laughs> Michelle's like, sense. I uh, understand. Like, it's so clear sense. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, and, and, I mean, anything you do, whatever hey. hobbies you have, I don't think it's a bad thing to be passionate about it just because it's like, you know, I did fantasy football is like, won't... <laughs> It was embarrassing, <laughs> but like one of my only main hobbies. So like I care, you know? You find him another hobby. Well, I like fantasy football now, and it's fun because I have all men in my household. So now I can, I mean, I can't really hang, but I, I know more what's going yeah. on. When football's on, I care about my players. So yeah. if I, if like the uh, Cowboys are on, I've got a Cowboy. I've got some people. I've got a Tampa. Cowboy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> those are, those yeah. are my people now. Uh, so just, yeah. I'm like, what, what am I, what's my guy doing? Yeah, and then just, I that's my boy. cheer really loudly <laughs> at the television. Yeah. It's just, it's just a fun aspect. It's okay to have hobbies, folks. It's not so boring to watch the games anymore when you have a little bit invested. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's right. good because then it pops up and it'll be like, your guy just got a touchdown. And I'm like, uh huh. What are you guys playing Love for? It. What's the winner get? Just bragging rights over Brendan. Not over me. There I'm not even in this there league. Be some I'm kind not. Of a penalty for the loser. He's the coach. Mm. Well, oh. we have. I mean, it is. We've got a couple of kids. No, three three kids and. It's Kaden Carson, Peyton, and Scott, Scott and Adam, and Adam, and you. Yeah, and you. So it's like half adults and half kids. But the kids know more than Brendan. <laughs> no. Actually, let's see if any of the kids are beating him. Matt Jen. is just throwing all kinds uh, of one, shade. My, yeah, my Matt son loves coming at me. I'm not even in this league. <laughs> yeah, my son, like the two people that I really want uh, to beat are um, beating me. We're going to figure it out, Jen. Mm-hmm. Well, you are ahead of the kids. Good job. You're all right. You're trying to beat Matt <laughs> yeah. and Caden? I'm trying to, in particular, I really would like to beat Caden. You're losing to Don Beebe for president, though. Yeah, I know. But but I actually <laughs> beat him, so, so if it comes down to it, <laughs> I beat him the first time, so that should be good for me. So my team's name is No Punt Intended. There's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Don Beebe for president, Jen's Jocks. Was it Don Beebe, the wide receiver yeah, from yeah. like 100 years yeah, ago? 80s. Yeah, late eighties. No, no, no. He was in the nineties. He was. He was. De- I watched him play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been the nineties because he played for the Bills, didn't he? He was a no. He Don was on Beebe? the Packers. Oh, well, he was there too. But I, let me just. Look. Oh, I don't know what other team. He's definitely on the Packers. I remember as like because he was the, the the little guy. He was like five seven or something. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. like yeah. a little wide receiver that could. I just remember <laughs> Chris Jack because Matt's mom would always be like, "I love his curls." 
That's where <laughs> I started watching football a lot was when I started dating Matt because every Friday or every Sunday his family would have football on and they would sit there and they would watch football. My dad and grandpa used to bet on every game. And they'd yeah. have it, they'd, but it, the bet was $1. And the, the dollar would then go underneath the lamp at my parents' house. Uh-huh. So there was a couple of years my grandpa kept losing and the lamp just started to tilt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Don Beebe. Uh, former wide receiver and coach for the oh, coach at Aurora. Played NFL for the Buffalo Bills, Carolina Panthers, and the Packers. Hmm. Oh. And apparently Pack. he's Adam's hero because Don Beebe for president. What's his What's his height? I don't know. Let's see if it says it's. He's five foot eleven inches. Oh, five eleven. He's still small. He grew. He's. Same height as you. I know. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty short for a wide receiver for the NFL. And he weighed 185 pounds. 185, huh? Yeah. Wow. Dang. Hmm. It's tiny. All right, football yeah. podcast now. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we, we need to get into. So anybody who has tips on how my coach and I can overtake Matt and Caden, that would be great. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Not right. going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I don't have any tips. I was I had a fantasy football team in middle school and high school, and I knew I was going to suck. <laughs> Just admit it. That's the first step. And my team was called Crash and Burn. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do very well. I tried, but all my friends were so much better at knowing all this stuff. I was like, I don't but that's know. the whole thing about fantasy. You, even if you know stuff, it doesn't mean you're going to win. Well, I don't know, Jack. I, which I, is my I'm whole only, point about I'm this. I'm only fourth, so that's pretty good. There's definitely. An aspect of luck involved, but and there's... And people getting injured and then having a game exactly. where they never throw to Tyreek Hill. Why? Yeah, you can't you can't predict injury, but there's... Come a on, game Tyreek. Where, there's a and lot there's of games other... where Aaron Jones goes off and gets you a bunch of points and... Yeah, against the Detroit Lions, of course. Um, yeah. There's definitely an aspect of luck involved, but there's a lot of measurables that you can take and read and predict things as far as like volume how many touches the players are going to get there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it i think that's it's why really i don't like being attacked about it <laughs> but it's fine well i think it's really uh, cool because i can watch or talk to brendan and he'll be like oh well see this team they have a bad this and this is this every, so they're, so every, they're gonna what, end up running you guys talk about there's, fantasy football yeah. you see i don't i don't just go to jen and i'm like we're gonna do this just oh, she just comes to and says hey what can i do here no when i when i give her in uh, but i'm learning i'm learning like okay well that one they're gonna end up having to throw because they're gonna be behind because yeah. they're probably gonna be also, losing so i want my person who's gonna be catching right i'm not, not just Guessing, yeah. I give you an explanation of why, so I think what uh, my thought process. I think Don is. Beebe for president also auto drafted. <laughs> yes, he did, but he he switched a lot of his players too. He <laughs> yeah, he, he, he went out and tried to trade auto for selected people. his name. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, it's a great name. <sighs> All right, Jacob, what are we doing now? I don't hmm. know. I enjoy watching Brandon getting heated yeah. here. I'm very. I'm very <laughs> he just trash talk about the Lions. Trash talk about the Lions. That's why his nickname's the Coach. I'm fine. Oh, just trash, trash talk fine. about the Lions. You just trash talk about fantasy football. Oh, then it's all fired up. <sighs> I'm in very serious. I'm in like six serious leagues. So is there something fine. called a legacy league? Do you do that? A dynasty league. Dynasty league. Yeah. Uh, our, Bill on our team, he's in a legacy league. He told yeah. me. Yeah. Dynasties where you have one draft. I'm in a dynasty league, and you those players roll over the next year. So you ah. have one draft, and you keep those players. And the next year, you just do a rookie draft. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm in one of those. That's probably better than in any other fantasy league. 
Um, Except you can kind of yeah. get screwed over if your first year sucks. Well, exactly. That's what, there's so much strategy that goes into it. Do you auto draft that? No. Oh my goodness, man. absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's fine. You can one time. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Year. We all have hobbies, right? It's good. It's good mm-hmm. for you. This is my new hobby. It's good yeah. for you. Fantasy football. I love real estate. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's my mind. How off the playoffs sometimes. work? Playoffs mm-hmm. work. Um, it's like, it's like says, any. What do you mean? So the bottom two in our league gets kicked out. Yeah, so then so it better not be the one at the bottom two. Probably team. like I'm w- still in the top four. One seed versus the six seed, kind of like any other sports playoffs. <laughs> you know, is he still talking? Can we cut his mic? <laughs> I'm I'm answering Jen the is, question. Jen is one. Yeah, any Jen, any other dumb questions, Matt? Jen, <laughs> Jen is one cut above the. Uh, she made the playoffs, but yeah, she's gonna make point. the playoffs too, and she's gonna run the table. Not a chance. Dang. Yep. I got this. I, I just have to figure out how to find somebody to You'll be cover good. from CMC is going to be out for one more week. It'll be fine. It's all right. Anyways. Run, running backs don't last all season. They, no. they they wear out, and then they get replaced, so you're mm. good. Just find somebody. They don't get replaced. Depends on the person. They just they they take the juice. most hits. They're bound to miss a couple weeks. It's going to happen. And guess what? It's going to happen to Matt, too. Nope. And I can't wait. I but can't my, wait. But my backup oh, running back wait. is as good as my starter. So but, but here's the uh-huh. thing, though, with Matt. It's unpredictable. No, he Injuries. Didn't, he, he's got nothing at stake here. Yeah. Because no, he, he just do I. the button. So, like, if he loses, he's just going to yeah. come up with some BS. You know what? If like, he loses, he he'll be like, I auto-drafted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'll have the exactly. same excuse. He'll have the same yeah. excuse. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. I get nothing out of it. I just wanted to help Jen because she's new to it. And I See, that's really part like of the whole it. thing that it's just BS, too. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Cheated. We're, we're still talking about this, huh? Yeah, she cheated. It definitely cheat. wasn't cheating. I was getting coaching so that I could <laughs> have knowledge for myself. She yep. wasn't even getting coaching. You could literally get <laughs> cheat sheet rankings anywhere online. Let's see, Brenda wouldn't send me the copy of the cheat sheet. Like and Matt may or may not have sent him a message saying, you fired you're him. fired. Well, clearly he's still here. I'm still here. Matt, I think you're fired really is just. It's yeah. all in good fun. In one ear, out the other. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Well, I sent a message that said, Wahaha, he can't fire you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Jen had my back, so I knew I was good. I knew I was good. You guys want to talk about real estate? Yeah, 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 yeah. we better yeah. talk yeah. about Let's transition back. Woo! Okay, I was trying to I was trying to jump in there. You guys just So was I a little bit. Sorry. Like, anyway. I we're we're passionate about our football. You know what? I like it when this podcast gets passionate. Yeah. All right. Uh <laughs> y'all want to talk about I want to do the trivia game? Sure. sure. All right. Let's do it. So um, I looked up online a trivia game, a real estate trivia. It's not really a game. It's just, it's just a quiz. Now, this is called Basic Real Estate Concepts Quiz. There's 10 questions. So hopefully y'all collectively can answer all 10 correctly. Collectively? Like, does yeah. it say what state they're from? You know how difficult it would be for me to... I can't. I can't. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's just get Brendan all of them. No. <laughs> we can leave them to Michelle and Brendan to, okay. ch- to choose, yeah. and then they can, like, phone a friend. Okay. <laughs> we could be the friends to phone? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you can phone be the... friend. Pull the audience. Yeah. All right. Let's start this. Be like, I would like to call someone upstairs, uh-huh. please. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Question number one. In real estate, the definition of land includes only 
what is on the surface of the earth and attached by nature, such as trees. True or false? I think that's true. Um, yeah, I would say that's true. Though there's stuff below the surface, and I think that depends on the state. Yeah, where they, yeah. Like gold what oil? if you've got oil underneath? Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, Some movies about that. <laughs> I know Beverly in Hillbillies. Texas, yeah. there's a, I don't remember what it's called, but the oil and whatever's below the surface is a whole nother right. thing. Is there something from where you're from out west somewhere? They have the, uh, um, it's not oil, is it? In the Black Hills, there's Black Hills gold, Isn't but there it's not like, real gold. That's not what I was thinking. Isn't there like a right to minerals or something yeah. beneath the surface? I forget yeah, like that actual. Yeah, like mineral rights or something yeah, like yeah. that. The actual like wordage for what it's called, and but I'm pretty sure places, it's yours. Those can be sold separately. Yep, you can like you can like sign something if there's someone else finds value underneath the soil and be like, okay, you can come into my property and get that. But like, what's the answer? Deal. (laughs) So this is it a true statement or a false statement? Is it true or false? I I said true. true. All right, it's gonna be false. I think it's. I think that's where it depends on. What's the answer? (laughs) What's the answer? Because it depends on if there's like the mineral rights and stuff. The answer is false. Awesome. Does it say why? It says, land includes what is on the surface of the earth and, and attached by nature's and trees, but it also constitutes everything that is below the surface to the center of the earth. But that I mean, that's kind of That's kind of what we were talking about. That means though. all the minerals, yeah. oils, water, anything else contained in the earth. All right, so. I'm giving it to us. All that's right. what we're talking maybe about. It's a, maybe I it's a bad quiz. I think it depends quiz. on the state and whether there's things like oil or gold or whatever that there's sure. oil in the their hills. To be yeah. brought into the laws. Yeah. All right. Question two. <laughs> All of these statements are characteristics of land. All parcels of land are different. Land is essentially indestructible, and land is fixed in its location. True or false? Read those again. Yeah. Just what? the. All parcels of land are different. Land is essentially indestructible, and land is fixed in its location. True. The only one I have a problem with is number two. Yeah, same. same. But I'm going to go with true. Because it said, it said essentially indestructible, right? Like Yes. So, like, <laughs> yeah. yes, you could, but... Right. What, like a I'd meteorite? Like like a brown, it could like be like a brownfield. I guess it's still... Yeah, I guess it's still own the property. Yeah. But like that oh. that area. But that it's like could land move? Ma- land could move if you had a landslide or Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but when you tsunami. Do you still own the do you still own the land the underwater? Dirt on the land would move if you had a landslide, but not necessarily like of the land that you own though. Uh-huh. On I map. mean, I guess the like way down deep stuff They said land, not earth. Yeah. Okay, what's your answer? We might True. Be getting a little too into this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna try not to overthink it. This is a basic real estate quiz. Okay, what's the answer? True. You all saying true, Michelle? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Correct. You guys got it. Hooray! <laughs> all right. One for one. Let's go. It's a ten question quiz. Yeah. All right. Number three. There are only two categories of property. One, real property, and two, improved property. True or false? I don't think it's called improved property. What do you base your text assessment on? Real property? Is it labeled real property? Is it labeled Imaginary. Improved. Improved. 
Yeah. Well, it has it's land improved in that. and then total. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. True? Sh- sure. True. <laughs> sure. All this right. is really a basic quiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just keep her on. I, I'm going to try not to overthink it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did your phone oh. crash? No, it just, there's these ads that pop up, like, all of a sudden, and then I have to, like, dodge them, and I missed one. <laughs> <laughs> like, the website shrinks, and the ad surrounds the entire, it's weird. Anyhow, the answer's false. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> the two categories are real property and personal property. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. That's why I was, like, improved uh, now. Okay. Improved was right. Yeah, but there's only real property and personal property. It's like a trailer, you know? Yes. It's like a trailer. If it's not on foundation, it's not real property. That's correct. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking. Hey, guys. Not, we're the number one <laughs> real estate team in South Central Wisconsin. <laughs> we are. All right. Real estate is defined as land and whatever is permanently attached to land by either man or nature. True or False. All these seem to be true, false. I mean, that's kind of like what I just said with real, right? So, yeah. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Let's submit the answer. Correct. Yes. You got one right. I got two right. I have three right. (laughs) One of them said we were wrong, but we were literally talking about the process. (laughs) Probably for like Pennsylvania or something. (laughs) Number five. Real property includes the definition of real estate, but adds to that definition the rights and interests that an owner has in the real estate. No. That's not a real property. We just talked about real property. Right? Yeah. Can you read that again? Real property includes the definition of real estate, but adds to that definition the rights and interests of an owner that an owner has in the real estate. I'm locking in with false. You can go with that. Come on, Michelle. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of confused about the words that he's saying to me. <laughs> yeah, the wordage has been confusing. Words are hard. Words are very hard. The answer is true. <laughs> All right. It's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, I gave you a chance. Yeah, I, d- I, I don't but know. But isn't that maybe that the interest is? Yeah, I don't know. That that doesn't make sense to me with what the definition of real property like just was. But okay. All right, a fixture is an item of real property that has been changed into personal property as a result of permanent attachment to the personal property. Should I repeat that? Yep. So, so, like a lot of what you're saying, I don't know if it coincides with what's actually happening in wisconsin so well, i think yeah. that's partially why these guys are like well, this question actually if it's a, a fixture, fixture like a attachment to a wall like a light right. light mm-hmm. which is actually a personal right what was the term terminology it was a f- yeah a personal. fixture is an item of real property so it's real property before you attach it to the wall then it becomes a fixture that has been changed into personal property as a result of permanent attachment to the personal property a fixture is real property that gets turned into personal property is that what it's saying? oh no it just reset the whole quiz that doesn't so even i think it means like my, my understanding of that is like if you mount a tv to the wall does it come with the house 
No. no. Th- there's no. specific yes. rules. The the TV the doesn't, does. but the bracket does. Well, okay, maybe not. <laughs> well, I feel like the way that it's worded is kind of weird. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it saying, like, this fixture is real property, and then it becomes personal property, like, once it's fixated? But, like... But it uh-huh. doesn't... But isn't that backwards? Isn't it personal property until it gets attached to the house and Comes now it's real property? If it can yeah. be removed without making a big old mark, it's not a fixture. Right. If it's going right. to leave a big old mark right. or it's going to like make the house be weird for some reason, then it should be a fixture. Right. All right. So am I going false here or true? Doesn't matter. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might give a dumb question. Okay. It's too false. Yeah. It is false. The it is false. Is I knew weird. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And okay. Maybe yeah. Because no, I what it. I was saying of like it's you, you guys. It, that was saying real property then becomes personal property, but really it's opposite. It's ex- personal property right. and becomes real property. Exactly. Right. That yeah. is exactly what it was. The statement was just in reverse. Yep. <laughs> yes. Exactly. A fixture is an item of personal property. That okay. has been changed into real property as a result of permanent attachment to real estate. See, Matt? That's what I, I said. know things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Seven. Seven out of ten. Fixtures are such an important part of a sales transaction that most agreements of sale have a special section on fixtures that have been carefully prepared to avoid any misrepresentation of what is included in the sale of real estate. True. True. It's basically saying in the contract there's a section on how fixtures are. Uh-huh. True. Uh, Is it true? What's considered a fixture? All right. That's how I thought all these true. questions were going to be. True. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was expecting. Very clear. <laughs> yeah. Right. God, I wish I could show you this awful ad thing where it's like, oh, it went away. Okay. <laughs> oh, it looks almost, it's not that right. bad. We're like, no, it looks fine. <laughs> all right. Eight. If a fixture is missing from the listing agreement and is also missing from the agreement of sale, it would still be binding upon the parties if there was an oral agreement as to a specific fixture. Does the oral agreement stand up? Well, that depends on the state. It depends on what it is, because if it's a fixture and it's in the list of items that are considered fixtures in a Wisconsin contract, uh-huh. it's a fixture whether you've talked about it or not. Right. Uh-huh. I guess, yeah. So what's your answer? But then if you're talking about like kind of basically talking about the oral agreement part of it, aren't oral agreements binding depending on the state? Some states. Uh, they have to be in writing here. Yeah. I mean, to be real. Right. Yeah. If nothing else, cover your butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going uh, so False. I'm feeling a false. I forget what the question was. I think so, but yeah, I also forgot the question. (laughs) So it's not even a question. They're just true-false statements. If a fixture is missing from the listing agreement and is also missing from the agreement of sale, it would still be binding upon the parties if there was an oral agreement as to a specific fixture. The problem part is the oral part. Yeah. So it has to be in writing. False. False. I hear you all say it has to be in writing, so it's false. It is? Well, that's the answer I'm submitting. That's what we're putting. Correct. Guys. I guess it, the, the only thing where we were like, how is it not so what's their, what's the their contract specifically states what happens with fixtures? What did they say? The, uh, it must be in writing. Yeah. Yeah. What y'all were saying. Yep. Next. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> All right. These are so backwards. I'm just like, that's not right. Yeah. The word <laughs> is just like confusing me yeah. a little bit. 
It's like when you know what's right and somebody tells it to you backwards. You're like, what are you talking about, Willis? Hmm? Uh, so usually those are false. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. A tree, <laughs> a tree remains real property even if it is cut into firewood. Oh. <laughs> so if the no. firewood's left behind? No. Yeah. I'd say no because it's not attached it's, anymore. Yeah, it's Sounds like personal property to me. Sounds like right. personal property to me. False. Submit answer. Correct. Nice. Hey. Great. <laughs> Last we didn't overthink that one. <laughs> nope. Okay, nope. it is made of wood. That one was clear. That, <laughs> that one made was, sense to me. That one yeah, was very clear. What if they like, used a chainsaw? It's not attached anymore. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, but All it was right. George Washington, and it was cherry. Okay. <laughs> Ten. Last question. Uh, uh, uh. A trade fixture is a special fixture that is owned and installed by a business tenant into a rental oh, unit as a part of a trade or business. An example would be a pizza oven needed for a pizza business in a rented store. Because it is considered to be essential to the operation of a business, it is classified as personal property and is removable by the business tenant before the lease expires. True. Basic question. True. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Submitting answer. Correct. Wow. 10 for 10. Good job, guys. (laughs) Did you get one wrong? Oh, no. all right. Okay. Now, well, there was one in there. We now, luckily, that's all good. The quiz <laughs> literally restarted itself, so oh, I good. don't know what the final tally was. So we'll just say 10 out of 10. Good job. Yay. <laughs> 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 hey, Brendan got one wrong. Everybody gets a trophy. We know right. things, yeah, guys. Yeah, we know things. Yeah. <laughs> you heard how confusing those questions were. They were pretty weird. But well, they weren't like, questions. Let's talk about the ownership of land down to Middle Earth. <laughs> okay, that's deep. Like, I was not that's expecting anything about, like, <laughs> a owner of a pizza joint there. I did not, I was not <laughs> expecting that in there, to be honest, but. Well, then we at first her. the question kind of sounded like it was going to say that the pizza oven stays. Right, and so it was right. Like, but does it? Uh, and then it said that, you know, the owner could take it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. Well, yeah. who bought it? Right. Well, how is he going to make pizza? Why, the landlord didn't buy the pizza <laughs> oven. That's a bigger question. Yeah, who's going to make pizza? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Why don't we have pizza on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, get on that. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> Credit card, please. Matt, give us your phone. Yeah. All right, before we, before we end this podcast, I'm gonna, I always do the same thing uh, with each guest on the show. And I want each of you to give one piece of advice to a buyer and one piece of advice to a seller in today's market. I might have to think a minute on the seller, but for buyers, I give this advice to all of my buyers when talking about writing an offer. Um, Especially if you're in competition, I tell every buyer to... Basically, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the terms and what everything means, but essentially, simplest piece of advice on making an offer is to write the best offer that you can that you are comfortable with to the point to where if you lose out, you're not questioning, shoot, what if I just did this different? What if I just did that different? It's more like I lost out because I wasn't willing to go there. Uh-huh. Love, love it. <laughs> are you saying ditto? Are you, saying ditto? <laughs> are you, you dittoing uh, this? Uh, I mean, yeah, I love that advice. Um, I guess my advice for buyers would be just kind of a recap of what we talked about today. Um, when fantasy you're going through football? properties, not fancy. Um, okay, just checking. 
Just making sure you know when you're going through, don't feel rushed. Make sure it's the right property. It's the right one for you. It's a big decision. Make sure it checks all the boxes. Don't don't be surprised if, you know, HOA rules or it's a condo, condo association rules. Just, you know, think about find the right property for your best interests, your family's pets, everything. And as far as location, you know, just make sure it checks all the boxes. You know, something a little different than just offer writing. You know? yeah. Got both both sides there. Um, my advice for sellers would be, especially in this market where we're seeing things have turned, homes are sitting on the market a little longer, or even if you get some offers in the first weekend, you're not seeing 30 offers typically. They're quite a bit less. So um, just know that when you list your home, be patient. You might not get those offers right away. We might need to talk about some price adjustments um, simply because the market shifted and we just need to navigate that. So be patient um, and just do the best that you can to get your home on the market um, in the best light possible. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, fly. No, uh, I mean, honestly, your both of your responses is kind of what I was thinking. You should make Brendan go first, but like, yeah, I mean, be patient. Make sure you're with the right realtor. Home team for, home you. Team for you, but um, Brendan um, at home team for you. I was gonna say, just like you know, your home, you love your home, took care of it for a long time. Make sure you're with the right people that are gonna take care of you. It's my advice. Yeah, I like Ditto. it. And be patient. Ditto. And be patient. I was, you know, talking about current market. Michelle's just so smart. She beats me to everything. <laughs> but really, you want to be with the right people. Want to be with the right people. It's more than yeah. just buying and selling real estate here. So for sure, I think being with the right people is important too. I mean, everyone has different personality types, and there's tons of realtors out there. Um, yeah. And just make sure that you're going with somebody who's really gonna take care of you, which yeah. our team does. Definitely. Love it. Home team for you. Com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, that's a good way to end it. Hey, y'all. If you're looking to uh, buy or sell real estate in South Southern Wisconsin, you know who to call. That's home team. The number four, the letter U. Welcome. All right, then. Peace uh, out. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.